0: This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone.
1: Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week.
0: Uh, Kyle, do you want to lead us off with the topic? Yeah, so we're going to discuss you know, what are we, are we financial advisors? What do we think of that whole realm? And you know, what, how do we think that benefits you and what service do we provide you? So, I mean, to start off, <clears throat> we've seen some, oh I don't know, some negative reactions when people ask us about what we do and things like that. And then they think, Oh, so you guys are like financial advisors. Or you're like money people, whatever. Like you, you think, you know, you
1: know what to do with my money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You take my money. How are you going to make me money? We get that quite often from people. Yeah. Are you going
1: to make me 10% fit 20%?
0: Yeah. So, and I guess we just kind of want to set the record straight and we are not financial advisors. We really don't believe in that type of system, world, whatever you want to call it either. Especially if you are running some type of business. Yeah. And we'll get into why. So, I mean, it's not to say that's bad. I mean, we also have advisors. We have consultants. We pay people to consult with us, help us with, you know, different things. And, I mean, that's kind of how we see ourselves. Um, We are here to show you how you can use dividend paying whole life insurance designed properly to add velocity to your money, provide protection, you know, things along those lines. We are not here to tell you that, oh, you can make this amount of return doing this. You can make this rate of return doing that. You need to put your money here. You need to put your money there. You know, oh, you shouldn't do that. It's absolutely stupid. You know, I mean, we don't. And that's something that we get uh, people comment on a lot.
1: And I, I can understand why with our podcast, because it's just inevitable that everybody wants to compare whole life insurance to the stock market. So we end up doing it on our podcast. And then, you know, it comes across as, well, you guys don't like the stock market, then probably do you. And, I think it for me it's not that I don't like the stock market it's the fact of one it's it's thought of as an end all be all which I just I don't think that's right in anything no and um two a lot of times when people do it they're using qualified plans and uh I just personally don't think those are in most people's best interest if you're not going to do anything at all absolutely yep it's it's a good thing for you still, but I just I don't think overall that that is the best thing that a lot of people can do. So that that's my own stance about the stock market. Not that I hate it, and that I'll never be in it. But right now, I just see things that I, other things that I can do that are more beneficial for myself.
0: Well, it doesn't align with your goals, and uh, I've talked about this with a potential client. You know, he asked about you know what what about the stock market, and it's like. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. There's nothing good or bad about it. It's a place where you can make or lose money. So some people do great there. Some people do okay there. Some people lose their shirt there. You know, it's it's just is what it is. But your goal, my goal, is to expand in business. And what do you need to do that? You need capital. So we need access to capital.
1: And that's something that people discount all the time. Well, I can go to the bank and get financing. Absolutely, you can. But what about the down payment? I mean, I got uh, the government you know, program, uh, the beginning farmer loan on that piece of land that I bought, and I still had to come up with over $50,000 for a down payment. Yeah. Plus closing costs and everything. hmm Well, what, where's that money coming from?
0: Exactly, yeah. What if all your money was in the stock market, and at the time you bought it, the stock market was down, you know, however, many, however big it was down, you know, back in early 2020. That would have caused some problems.
1: Yeah, so don't discount the fact that you know you have got you have got it. Even if even if you're going to use bank financing, with which Kyle and I both do, you still have to have capital for down payments. And for instance, like my line of credit that I have, they only cover up to eighty percent of my costs for uh, the farming operation that I have. Mm-hmm. So I have to have the other twenty percent myself yep. um so those are just two very easy to see examples in my life sure where you have to have capital and and to go on further um the best financing that i can seem to find is with farm credit after the beginning farmer loan and is that you need 35 percent down is that right kyle yeah. I can never Somewhere, remember if it's twenty-five or thirty-five. They, they but say, I think it's
0: thirty-five percent. They say between thirty and forty percent. I'm guessing depending on the situation with collateral and well, things like that.
1: It's pretty easy to find a million dollar piece of land. <laughs> so yeah. that's easy math. Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Unless you have some other um collateral, Clou- yeah, you know, sure. some other land that you want to collateralize. Um but I mean don't. Th- I just came up with probably five hundred thousand dollars worth of capital right there, mm-hmm. that a, a person could easily need. And that's
0: something In that, a small operation, mind you. And you don't hear these advisors talk about that. And when we say advisors, yeah, we're talking financial advisors, people who sell the mutual funds, the life insurance, whatever. Go into what you were talking about earlier, Kyle, about before
1: like, we were podcasting and the whole mindset and everything about yeah, so, running a business and, and getting
0: a paycheck. So most of these people, I mean, it's not to discount them either. So... If you're running a farming operation that is, you know, grossing multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars to multiple millions of dollars, okay, there's a lot of cash running through that. There's a lot of management running through that. Okay. You need to be careful who you're taking advice from. So, you know, maybe you're taking advice from your accountant who is maybe making hundred K a year and that's a check. That's a guaranteed check, you know? So they don't, I don't know that you can like count on them for all your business advice. You know they're specialized in taxing or in taxes, so listen to them there. Listen to what they have to say, but you shouldn't base all your stuff on what they say. I mean, you're in a completely on their different Their opinion level. of whole life insurance or the stock market or how, real estate, what you how you should run your business, how you should run your farming operation, what you should you know plant for crops, you know whatever. Like you need to take into perspective of who you're talking to, what they do, and compare that to what you do. And I mean. If you're an, if you're a million dollar guy, you're not going to take hundred thousand dollar advice. And how many times
1: that you know should you be taking that advice when they're telling you, well, you need to spend all this money on this, you know, to get your tax bill down? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, maybe maybe for them that makes it look like they did a good job, but at the end of the day, does that move your business forward? Could you have paid a little bit more in tax and done something else with that money, you know, to expand? and create, generate income and ju- instead of just coming up with a one-time tax deduction.
0: Yeah. Or are you snowballing, you know, what's going to happen in the future? I mean, <clears throat> yeah. So, and I think, you know, another thing I, that I should make clear is we, we're currently not multimillionaires yet. So, I mean, we understand that. And, uh, you know, we work with people, some people who make more money than us. But we're also saying that we're not here telling you how you should run your life, your business and all that stuff. We're here showing we're experts in whole life insurance. We can design these policies to you know fit whatever needs you want. So we're here to just show you how that works. We're not here to manage your life for you or tell you how you should do things. And I want to go back here quick
1: before I forget um, going back to that business owner mindset versus the the paycheck mindset. I don't know how many people I've worked with that they are just so proud. I don't take commission. I'm, you know, I get paid the same no matter what you do. And, you know, that's fine. That really doesn't mean anything to me though. And honestly, I almost see it as a negative because people that are commission-based, they have a strong, you know, uh, what's the right word here? Strong motivation to be an expert at what they're doing because they have to know what they're doing to sell things to, make, to make commission you know to make a living whereas yeah. the person getting the paycheck well they get paid no matter what they do mm-hmm. so i people say that to me all the time and i i mean i don't go into this with them but me in the back of my mind i'm thinking you know that's probably not in my best interest actually that you're a paycheck employee maybe not yeah so um that that's just a thought that crosses my mind when i when i hear those types of things and and I would also say too, you know, Kyle was talking about, you know, we work with, you know, advisors and stuff as well, you know, we're working with people that specialize, you know, in, in helping us um, with like grain marketing. And uh, we have some people that help us with our chemical and fertilizer decisions, you know, and and we actually, you know, I think both of us listen to both sides of the fence, you know, the people that want you to use a lot of chemical and fertilizer and people that are trying to steer away from that and being more of a, a low input, moderate production instead of high input, high in, high production type of model. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess those, you know, just for the listeners, you know, those are the type of people that we're talking about when we're saying, you know, we do work with other advisors, you know.
0: I just think that so many times people think that whatever their tax accountant or accountant says you know, it's just inherently right every time. And they, they just can't know everything, just like you can't know everything, and we can't know everything, you know? I mean, yeah, there's generalities and stuff out there, but there's a lot of generalities that aren't true. So, um, and people don't dig deeper to look. I mean, it's just so easy to say, oh, yeah, whole life insurance is bad. High term and invest the difference. Yeah, you shouldn't combine investing and, and insurance. Well, we're not. I mean, and you should learn why that it's not investing and insurance at the same time.
1: Yeah, because when that rolls off their tongue, it's like, "Well, gosh, that makes so much sense." But uh is, you know, at the end of the day is that actually what's happening? And if it is, then, you know, why is it a bad thing? And if it isn't what's happening, you know, what's the differentiation here and why does this make sense? Well, for us, it's the fact that that capital has a very valuable use, you mm-hmm. know, with the business and then expanding the business either from leases or purchasing land or whatever it is, you know, well, yeah, for me, like this year i I spent about an hour before Kyle and I started podcasting talking about cattle and how I want to do some things um with intensive grazing and getting some water set up to to try and make that business more profitable for us, yeah, so it but all that stuff is is based on the business and things that uh, for me, like I'm going to be controlling, I'm going to be getting outside help to learn how to do it. But at the end of the day, like
0: my management is going to contribute to whether this is successful or not. Sure. And you know, most people, they just put it out there. Whole life insurance is a bad place to put money because that's, they've heard that they've never investigated. If you truly investigate it, we've talked about this before. And some people think it's a forbidden thing to talk about rate of return or how whole life insurance, you know, when you compare it to the stock market, but I don't care <laughs> when, when you compare it to the stock market and how it works, the tax efficiency of it, man, it performs very closely while giving you complete access to capital For plus sure. protection. So like, you just know that somebody does not know what they're talking about when they say BS like that. They haven't looked into it. They Anybody can listen to a Dave Ramsey podcast, but <laughs> yeah, it's like when you start... Just like we podcast about a couple
1: weeks ago, looking at the whole value aspect. I mean, you cannot compare rates of return across asset classes and be apples to apples. It just, it does not work that way. And if you choose not to investigate that, I mean, I Kyle and I can't sit here on our podcast and just explain why that is, but you start investigating it and there's just so many other factors mm-hmm. that that go into it that you just can't compare things across lines like that.
0: You don't get a fair comparison or a valid comparison. It's and like we've said before, like it's just easy to just use these talking points and not investigate and, you know, see what see what's actually happening. It's so easy to say that, well, the stock market returns eight percent, full life insurance, you know, it's it barely keeps up with inflation. I mean, it's just so easy to say that without actually digging in and looking. I mean it's you can go home and You know, watch Tiger King on Netflix instead of, you know, figuring this stuff out. So, and that's what we love to do. We love to figure this stuff out. Try to. I thought you were talking about Tiger King for a second. No, um, (laughs) never watched it actually. But, but yeah, so just consider the source on where you're getting your information from. Consider all sides and consider the person you're talking to compared to, you know, who you are. It's not to disparage anybody, but people are on different levels. Yeah, that's
1: that's good. And how you were were comparing the business owner mindset and the paycheck mindset. I mean, I think that's something that's overlooked by a lot of people and and yeah, everybody has to get started. So, you know, some people are just at a place where they're you know, at a lower wage and stuff, but business owner to business owner, I mean, that that is that's pretty valuable. Um mm-hmm. it's just it's such a stark difference, you know when it's based on your performance versus somebody else's and, and that goes into the whole thing about, you know, what you focus on, you know, if you focus on something, you can make it profitable. You can be successful at it versus those things that you just push off to the corner and well, I'll get to that later, or I'm going to let somebody else manage that for me. You know, Mm -hmm. those are the things that just tend to, they just tend to not perform as well. Sure. And, you know, in this business, you know, talking with different people, you can absolutely tell the people that are focused on their finances, like they are just in a lot better place than the people that it's an afterthought. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how to say that in a nice way, but, <laughs> you know, focus on your finances and you'll, yeah. you will see the rewards. You absolutely will.
0: And <laughs> it, it, I can understand when people are like, oh or when they say oh you hate the stock market and oh and, you know you hate employees or you know the job thing and it's like no we don't hate that we're just saying for what it is like there's nothing wrong if you want to have a job or you want to be in the stock market to do those things we work with people who are employees and you know everything is fine but when you come across employees versus business owners business owners are the ones who what they get this way more than the, than the employees do it makes way more sense to the business owner than the yeah. employee so that's what we're saying, just look at it from that aspect of where who you're talking to, where they're coming from. So and, you know, just to play devil's advocate
1: to, towards everything that we talked about, you know, not all business owners are, owners are successful. So true. You have to use some of your intuition, you know, and and critical thinking, you know, to figure out like, is this the right path? Like, do I believe this? Is this gonna work for me? You know, just like we were talking about with. With cattle earlier, well, you know, some people have 16, 1700 pound cows. Some people say the ideal size is 12 or 1300. Well, what's wrong with a thousand? You know, have reasons why something's going to fit your business, your operation, and, you know, why you believe that and, mm-hmm. you know, work towards it.
0: Yeah, just have an open mind and see all sides of things and consider the source of where you're, of what you're hearing so yeah yep um anything else you want to add kyle i no i, don't, I think, don't have anything else on this subject i don't think i don't think so so hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and we'll be back next week all right thanks guys this was the cash value solutions podcast remember to subscribe rate and review the show check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com and don't forget to tune in next week